0: Welcome to the Friendly Jordy's podcast. Mine is Jordan. Unfortunately, Jordan couldn't be here today cuz he is uh performing as we speak.
1: Yep. In but the...
0: we will try to entertain you.
1: We'll do our best. we will try, uh, we'll do our best. I'll try my best Jordan impersonation. Uh but yeah, he's in the gong. So He's in the
0: gong performing tonight. Um so but we've got some fun segments for you. Mm. The first one is Miss I'm so excited. Yeah. This is, this is, this segment is basically created for mislove <laughs> i went to uh liverpool yeah uh, in the southwest of sydney and i bought a bunch of desi snacks that we're gonna raise. yeah dude
1: i am it's so a huge bag so i, I want to
0: make this into a series yes we'll do desi this time we're gonna do all different geographies <sighs> from all over the world
1: dude i'm so that's a great segment yeah okay so i'm really excited maybe
0: do you still have your tea
1: by the way yeah okay so let's start with this Mm -hmm.
0: this first of all have a look it's called frontier handmade premium rusk check it out holy shit this is a staple in all desi households whether you're paki or indian rusk yeah rusk what the it looks great you you, you put the
1: camera on me and i can even though i'm a bit dark there we go. Look at that rusk. Rusk. I've never heard of it in my life. Yeah.
0: So this is a staple. It's kind of like um you have it with uh tea.
1: Ooh, maybe I'll di- oh, Either sa- in the morning you can have or a, it says evening. here enjoyed best with butter, tea, jam, soup
0: or milk. Yeah, you can you can have it with several things, but usually the standard is AI? miss. Yeah, open yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Standard yeah. is
1: dunk it. Dunk it
0: yeah, and have yeah. it. That's yeah, how yeah. you do it. You every if household does have it yeah you just crack it
2: open uh, yeah. okay
0: and you okay. gotta rate it out of
1: 10.
2: Hell yeah. most
0: of these snacks i've already had so the surprises in there with other when we do other countries yeah I out of, give them a proper out of like
1: politeness jesus do you open this out, just cut with your teeth out yeah. of politeness mm-hmm. and like just because you would even buy snacks I would just be like 10 out of 10 but i'm gonna try to be really honest you know i'll try to be objective and be honest, honest. Fucking no this is like made for the world war Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's oh
0: my god there's another
1: package this is insane you want you're gonna try one too right
0: yeah i'll try all of it but
1: oh my this is dude this could outlast oppenheimer's bomb
0: <laughs> oh by the way i saw oppenheimer i'll give you full review uh, after i want to review segment. i want to review yeah, yeah,
1: okay i yeah, yeah. mean okay, i'm in, I'm in i mean ah okay i'm getting i'm having a husk i'll lay a pot wow what the
0: first have it on its own okay yeah Ah, and then dunk it into your what a
1: great segment i think jordan would appreciate this too all right Right. right, i actually
0: told him he was really excited about it
1: oh really okay ready husk
0: (laughs) now after you've had it oh actually dunk it into your teeth that's interesting if it's, the tea is cold and keep it in there for like five seconds, yeah, good. That's good. Now I'd have it. Mmm. You yeah, know how the English have like biscuits with yeah. tea? Yeah. Pakis and Indians have this. I don't know if like all Indians do, but I'm sure the northern ones often do. But this is definitely a Paki staple.
1: Mmm. not bad. Like, mmm. What are we rating out of? Five or ten. Hand. um look when I first been into it
0: it's in the I'll read when it's yeah.
1: so when I first been into it I was like it's just cardboard <laughs> but <laughs> but um I have to say bloody um
0: there's a product of India but made in Australia
1: it's made in Australia
0: what
1: the in, f- um, fuck? Uh, in,
0: in Victoria and Sydney, depending really? on Really?
1: Yeah. That's interesting. So um, that's really interesting. It's made in Australia. Not by white people, I doubt, but um No. It's yeah.
0: made by Taj India in Australia. Oh. A company called Taj <laughs> India. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Um so when I first bit into it, I was like, oh my god, it's just cardboard. This is fucked. But then there was some flavor.
0: It's got like a sweet flavor. It's like imagine. Subtle. It's if like, you dehydrate uh, a plain cake it is for a bit, ages. Yeah. Where it loses all moisture, and then you eat
1: it. Yeah. Look, but in terms of, like, am I being brutally honest, in terms of 10 being, like, a, an amazing snack, I'm going to go 6.5 out of 10.
0: I think that's fair. I'd give yeah. it, for the nostalgia, I'll give it a 7.5. Four. Uh, fair, 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 <laughs> fair. Fair. I don't know why I said
1: four. Fair, yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's not bad. Like it's like, I could have one or two. It's just very dry. But that's why it's it's good for the dunk. That's
0: why like you have to dip it in. Yeah,
1: the dunk is good. And
0: the dunk makes it actually really. Yeah,
1: Tim Tams are better, man.
0: Tim Tams are better, but you can't dunk Tim Tams like that. You know
1: what you do with Tim Tams? Well, the bite, bite, suck. Yeah. What's that called? I don't know. Tim Tam dunk. Yeah, guess so. That shit's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go six and a half. Not bad. Not bad. All right, this
0: is Miss Love. Oh, I know what this Nimco. is. Nimco, have you tried it? Is this like the mix
2: of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Aussies, Aussies eat this shit.
0: Product of Pakistan. Okay. Um, this is doesn't say exactly where it's made. Oh, here we go. From Karachi.
1: Sick. Part of me.
0: Delicious. It's a Nimco mix. It's essentially um, how would you describe it? Here you go. Open it and try it. How would you describe oh, it?
1: Oh, and maybe I've, look. I've never tried this one. Yeah, it's like a spiced nut mix, right?
0: Yeah, it's a spiced nut mix plus like deep fried um, little
1: salty things. Yeah, salty stuff. Product of Pakistan, namkin taubas.
0: Namkin means salty. What? what, What's the other word? Taubas. Taubas. Can you spell it?
1: T a u b a w s. Taubas. T A u b. I don't know what
0: that means. What the fuck? I don't know what that means
1: that's strange,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, is strange. <laughs> okay god, now these.
0: this is a staple whoa to have oh, with booze actually it's really? like nuts. you know how you have nuts uh with whiskey or some Ooh, shit.
1: yeah i'm gonna try a bunch huh whoa holy fuck. it's different i haven't tried this oh
0: show them the thing the cover
1: oh my god it's so intense yeah
0: it's intense holy it's fuck. definitely a quiet taste I i've never liked it honestly it's something that was consumed all over, but I was never a fan.
1: Oh my god! Okay. This one. Whoa, it's so sp- it's so spicy. Yeah, it's spicy. Holy fuck, <laughs> dude! That's the best version of that I've tried.
0: It's pretty good though. Yeah, but it's still a quiet taste. You know what that is? It's spicy and salty.
1: Yeah, you know what that is? What? Seven point five out
0: of ten. Seven point five. Yeah, I'll give it the same.
1: That's good. It's fucking intense though. That's like you know what it's you know what it tastes like a little bit, yeah. like they've dehydrated a chicken and put a fuckload of like ki- cayenne pepper on it. it always dehydrated tastes like chicken. A
0: chicken. I don't know if there's any. I think this is vegetarian.
1: No, I'm sure it is, but it tastes meaty. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, it's like um, that'd be
1: perfect. In fact, fuck it, perfect with booze. <laughs> I have another sip.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It's meant to be had with booze
1: or, just like you know
0: when um when you go to a party uh someone's house party or some shit. yeah before the food like, before the food comes out yeah snacks like charcuterie board or yeah some shit like that. it's that this is the charcuterie board version of uh pakistan honestly India too, i'm guessing i
1: will tell you here but that is the best version of that i've tried because the good. ones here taste like fucking nothing there's no flavor the way,
0: you're taking most of this home so if you like it that's good oh my god i'm taking <laughs> this home yeah, what am I gonna do with all this <laughs> shit? Yeah.
1: You have like a wife and a family now, like oh, brothers. Just take it home. Okay. That's 7.5. this 5. is an interesting one. Oh God. All right,
0: this is Pakistani. This is definitely not Indian, but this is one of the favorite snacks of Pakistan. It's called, it's a lolly, but it's called chili meal
1: <laughs> What? No. Are you serious? Let's try it. Try it. <laughs> this is the,
0: fu- oh. okay, by the way, when you try i want to tell you girls in pakistan love this chili put the camera on me for a sec
1: it's called chili mini Millie. oh millie
0: chili is what you think it is chili and milly means uh to get so chili i get
1: wow chili milly it's no. the, hot it's gummy a
0: spicy lolly
1: all right all right so i can tell you right now good it's halal because i wouldn't be able to eat it halal. otherwise yeah that's right <laughs> um I'll, I'll be i'll be honest with you dude
0: be 100 honest
1: no no before i taste it i'm gonna be honest mm. i already know i'm gonna fucking love this
0: there's no way dude Ooh. this is like Man, this are is you serious loli. are you fucking well, I, serious i don't know i never liked it but there's a big fan base for it
1: <sighs> it smells like chilies and like
0: the 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 pakistani version of what's that fucking chop <laughs> choppy that crocodile candy uh, i don't know Chocolate? oh ch- uh, chomps chomps chomps. yeah it's like chomps
1: oh so it's like indigenous to the uh, pakistan all right <laughs> yeah chomp is indigenous to australia
0: Chomp is but it also oh like my. Uh, so they're
1: like little chilies Well, gonna, they're
0: shaped like chilies they're shaped
1: yeah yeah, yeah. look they're shaped like little they're, they're shaped like little chilies like and i think they have little faces on them oh my god it smells amazing i'm so excited chili Chili Millie, it's just you know what's gonna happen. If I like them, I'm just gonna want to. I'm gonna have to get these. But all right, let's go bottoms up. Oh, you gotta try it too, here. Well, yeah, same time. Go same time. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. I feel like two is good because it's like one's so small, you know. Hold on, ready? Down one, two, three.
0: <laughs> the most bizarre tasting mm. thing ever. It's like a lolly. Yeah, it's a lolly, but it's spicy.
1: Wait a sec. Where's the chili? Is it coming? Oh, it's coming slowly, maybe. Coming, coming.
0: It's not like a pepper chili. It's a subtle chili, but it's it builds up. <laughs> so, if you say you like this, I'm gonna be very surprised. I like it. You like it? I like it like a right lot. out of ten.
1: Right, let me have my line, Huh? I'm gonna be honest. As a lolly, I mean nine.
0: Oh my god! are You re- okay? So I think it's it's a five. <laughs> I would only have it if I was like starving. These
1: are amazing chili lollies.
0: This this fucking oh, maybe because you're. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but someone told me once when I was a kid that people that like this are usually high on estrogen.
1: I am high in estrogen. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe that's the reason.
1: These are fucking awesome. Nine out of 10. We're ridiculous. Nine out of 10. It's don't like,
0: trust him. You have to be from Croatia.
1: <laughs> it's like a sweet lolly. First of all, the branding is on point. I don't know what's going on with the green guy, but then they're, they're like, it's like a lolly with a hit of chili. Dude, this is like, this should have happened a long time ago. This is a revolution.
0: Well, dude, it, it's been it's been a thing since fucking forever in Pakistan. So good. I'm surprised, by that.
1: dude. I'm so this this is, is the winner. So this is the winner so far. It's good flavor. That's fucking chili chili milly. This is chili great, dude. So you didn't think that I'd be into that one.
0: All right, now. Maybe we'll do the drinks at the end. Yeah,
1: you got so much.
0: I got so much. How chili? much did you spend? Like thirty dollars on all this stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Chili millie's Next. Do you want? Do you want more chili?
0: Uh, do I want? No, I'm okay.
1: I mean, I'll eat all of them, dude.
0: Anyway, I think these are all chips.
1: Perfect. <laughs> all
0: right, okay. Let's try these. Uh, mm-hmm. So this is, I think, an Indian one. I okay. was told that this is a. Uh, a fan favorite in india i personally have never tried it perfect it's called chartaka pataka (laughs) Balaji wafers so chataka means i think again spicy and pataka means a firework so it literally translates to as like spicy firework (laughs) and then if you still didn't understand it it also says flaming hot on it
1: show that show them well you show them Oh my god, they look like twisties.
0: Yeah, they look like twisties.
1: Holy shit. chut chataka pataka. <laughs> oh, it's lime chili.
0: I've never tried it, so it will. You be- wanna try first? Alright. Nah, no, let's just do it together. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Camera, camera. Yeah, we'll do it together. Chicada pasada. Alright. My God! Oh shit! Holy fuck!
2: What? Wow! It's
0: just like there's a reason why the Portuguese came for spices. It's just too much. It's too much
1: flavor. Oh my God! It's so fucking strong.
0: Yeah, it's a bit strong.
1: Oh man! You know what? It's not bad though. If it was less, I thought when it started, right? Fuck, it's fucking spicy yeah, it's as spicy well. Yes. Like, okay, yeah, they're basically twisties. It's
0: already left a stain on my finger. Yeah, yeah, they've used like shitty <laughs> <laughs> like, masalas for it.
1: It's like they dumped a whole jar of masala. I mean, I like it. I like flavor, but I'm still eating it. But
0: I would rate that a six, and I'm being generous here.
1: I would be look. I'd say six as well i'd say honestly six maybe five and a half because like it's like a twisty you think it's nice but then you try it and it's it's so it's so spicy and so it tastes like chicken stock as well it's like so intense
0: i'm sure they must have used chicken stock
1: on <coughs> it kind of addictive though i can't stop eating it
0: yeah it's probably because it probably has heaps of msg as yeah
1: well. This shit would shorten your life.
0: For sure, dude. Why do you think the life expectancy is? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say that's a...
0: give that on the desk. Okay, this yeah. is... That's dude, a, that, that's this is, a
1: six. Five and a half. Five and a half for me.
0: This one is a, a Paki uh, oh staple God. as well. Every kid has had it. Yeah. It's called Slanty.
1: <laughs> slanty eyes.
0: <laughs> so it's missing the eyes. It's just slanty. Mm-hmm. Ready to eat. Potato
1: snacks, dude. This is so spicy. This is, this is. You know what this is? <coughs> this is as spicy as that beef jerky I brought.
0: Nah, dude, that was spicy. <sighs> what? What did you rate that?
1: Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah.
0: All right, try this. Okay. I've had it. Ooh. It's like when you're when you slanty. You're, when you're going Ooh. to school, this is what wanna, you buy from the canteen.
1: Them? This is slanty. Oh, this, this is like chips from the canteen kind of thing. Yeah. Slanty fat bastard all right fl- slant here all right, let's try it ready ready to eat extruded potato snacks salted I think I'm gonna like this doesn't look as insane as the Indian one yeah
0: these ones aren't spicy you can get spicy ones too but they're not and the original ones. Oh my different.
1: god you know what's crazy dude I think I've tried these somewhere I think no way I think I've seen it looks like pasta yeah and it looks <laughs> it looks like, like no pasta color on it <laughs> is this pasta What the fuck I was not expecting that
2: it's mm.
1: I'll be honest with you, this is the thing that's nostalgic for you, isn't it must be it is. Pass more, more
0: but here's the thing they're objectively not good.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I'll be honest. You know it what they tastes taste? Cheap. It <laughs> tastes
0: like really cheap. Like they. You know what they tastes like?
2: Just... You know what it tastes like? What?
1: It tastes like potato chips that's been left out for a week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like they're, 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 but these are like new. They taste soggy. Like they taste off. Yeah. Like when you bite into them, they taste like there's no there's no there's no uh con- like there's no structure to it. It's like they're just like bad chips.
0: Do you know what this reminds the me of? The flavor's good. When, you, and you're, when you're in Pakistan and you go to like a local bakery or something. Yeah. They don't really know what good baked things taste like. <laughs> so you go there and they're like, try our world famous donut. <laughs> and it's the worst donut you've ever <laughs> eaten. Because the man who cooked it was just based it on what he's seen on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's just like, first of all, their donuts aren't even fried. They're like baked. And so they're like... This, this is bad. Yeah, it's bad. This is
1: like a... Three this
0: reminds me of some brown man being like, "Oh, let's try to copy Cheetos." Yeah, this is a this is a <laughs> three. The worst thing in the this world. This is a three out of ten. Yeah,
1: this is, a, this is low. Yeah. Um,
0: I would say like, yeah, I would give it like a three four as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: maybe a four, No, nah, three. You know what? I'll be oh, you know generous. what? You know what I'll say? What? I'll say three and a half. Um, but you know what? <laughs> it's just shit. It's just like a potato chip, but shit.
0: We might skip on these because these are basically similar shit. it's just what is it uh potato chips
1: yeah well, well i mean if you if these you are skip it.
0: phil's magic masala potato chips
1: i want to try it unless Let's you want to
0: try it but keep that back you go. can't go back to things
1: i've never tried masala chips
0: well you just you had all of these are masala <laughs> <chips>.
1: <laughs> Fuck, this is gonna be hard to open can i just go boom
0: Nah, it's gonna like just
1: i'm doing it Fuck. exactly no, let's try it and
0: miss love has spilled all of it on his crotch mm-hmm. which is why you shouldn't blast it
1: i'll chuck it oh don't worry oh there's no flavor
0: no flavor but what about like it says
1: it's masala
0: I've never tried it before. It tastes
1: like nothing. It doesn't taste like anything.
0: Phil's Magic Masala. Flavoured potato chips. What's the flavour? No, it's some flavour. Really? It's not great. I can't taste
1: shit. (laughs) So far, not so good, eh?
0: Four on ten.
1: That's like a... Yeah, that's like a four for me too actually.
0: Like it's a nothing chip. You're it's right. just a
1: nothing chip. Bro. All right,
0: now we're done with the chips.
1: Wait, camera on you, camera on you.
0: Oh. <clears throat> now we're done with chips.
1: You know I'm going to keep eating these throughout the pod though. Just yeah
0: don't don't do that cuz like every time you bite they hate it.
1: I, don't know, I won't then, yeah. Yeah, but, but you can have it afterward. Mm-mm-mm. All right, there's like I'm really sad that two the Pakistani chips were shit. I feel bad for you.
0: This is probably one of the again, you have it with tea.
1: Okay. <laughs> Try it. Took Tuck. Tuck, they're a fucking biscuit. It's a Jap. Yeah, it's a biscuit. All right, let's try it. We Are we keeping in mind what the winner is? The Chili's the winner so far. Well, not for, for me, you.
0: For me, it's the Nimco actually.
1: Which one's that? Nimco
0: was This one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, let's try some Tuck.
0: This is winning up until now.
1: <clears throat> it's called Tuck, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's Tuck, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> they're crumbly. oh god
0: i used to love them as a kid by the way <laughs> There's, i haven't there, had it in like maybe a decade
1: there is a consistent theme here of like <laughs> lack of flavor <laughs> i mean that has it's either punch you in the head flavor like knock you off your horse or like this is just this is cardboard
0: well give it to me i don't remember it as being a cardboard
1: this sucks pass
0: me the bugs you know
1: what that is to me what that's a half a half a star out of ten really uh-huh
0: wow. okay i used to think this was mad
1: yeah this is, this, is this is air it's nothing what is that
0: yeah i think the nostalgia makes it better but you're right
1: <laughs> it's a half a star
0: you know growing up i used to think this was like a nine <laughs> and now i'm gonna give it a nine and a half oh uh, are you serious yeah still does it the memories are, are back
1: pure nostalgia that you couldn't pay me to eat that there's nothing there i can't but it's nostalgia is a powerful thing did you buy a gun That oh, <laughs> was a gun now these are two drinks oh my god
0: one is from india and the other one is from pakistan you're going
1: crazy dude Pac- that's it Pak <laughs> cola yeah and Limca. limca
0: cola pakistan cola and limca
1: ironically the indian one's green
0: Ironically, the Indian one's green. I actually, last time when we tried Pakola on the pod, which was like, I don't know, 2017 or some shit. Yeah. We tried the original green one. Mm. I think this is a different flavor.
1: So, which should I start with?
0: Yeah, either one. Try with the Indian one yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll hand. Both
1: God, of them I, I, are lemon. I, I really wanted it to be amazing. I hope I'm not being a dick. Is like Am a I being a dick? I'm just being honest.
0: No, nah, be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. No,
1: no being dick The chili's too. amazing. The chili lollies are nearly 10 out of 10. That's so. insane. Oh yeah, okay, I've never, this is exciting. Limca. Kind of smells like an old shoe. Fucking hell, it smells weird.
0: Okay, quick tidbit of history. Uh, before the nineties, India Ugh. was like a closed economy. They didn't allow foreign brands. Yeah, so this so is this was like
1: Sprite. Yeah, yeah. I've had it before. Look, honestly, it's not bad, but it's just not great either. It's
0: not good, man. The, there's a weird <laughs> taste in it. It's a weird taste that I never it, liked. It's about chemically. It. It's like solo.
1: It's basically it's solo,
0: but it has it's a off, very. Though industrial yeah. chemical taste to
1: it it's an industrial chemical taste it's yeah. not very good but you know what if you put that if i mix that with a i would i'd drink i'd drink it i'd drink it but it's not good it's not good it's, it's a
0: five good. on ten honestly uh, Yeah, yeah and more... this is like the pakistan equivalent of limka i guess
1: okay i'm excited what's that say
0: also Pakola. Uh, okay. <laughs> <Mr. Urdu. laughs>
1: um that's more like a three out of ten for me yeah it's not yeah good. let's try the Pachy Cola. I, i'm more Hopeful about this because there's lemons on it.
0: Well, this one was also has lemons true, on it. It's true, true. <laughs> it's, li- it's got limes on it. Yeah, right.
1: All right, let's try it. The last one. There you go. Smells better. Packy Cola. It's better.
2: But, but only, so marginally. <laughs> only marginally, only <laughs> marginally, only
1: marginally. It's like a hold on. Five out of ten.
0: Okay, and maybe that, even and you know what? what was what was Lim three, three, three. So this is five,
1: five. Maybe even. Yeah, let's stick with five. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's not <still> get old. <laughs> we gotta give them the motivation to keep improving. I mean, product. I'm being
1: I'm tr- I'm being brutally honest, but it's much better than the Indian one. It's like. Actually, tastes like lemon.
0: Oh yeah, this is definitely better.
1: Yeah, what do you rate that? Six. Yeah, fair. Six. Fair.
0: This this is closer to. uh, This is actually, I think, a better solo because solo also has a shit taste.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're pretty, pretty, pretty fair. This is
0: better than solo. I would be okay if this replaced solo in all supermarkets in Australia.
1: Uh, Look, I wouldn't go that crazy, but it's definitely good. (laughs) It's definitely good. It's not
0: replace Coke.
1: (laughs) It's not bad. The, the The India one is suffering. Yeah. There's something bad there. There's like they need to tweak the recipe. Like it tastes like it just tastes like I to be honest, I thought when I tried a soft drink I'm like oh it tastes fake. Soft drink tastes like like the like like a Coke tastes like the low, fr- flowing rivers of the Cascade Mountains compared to that. It tastes natural.
0: Okay, so the highest rated thing for you was Chili Millie, which is I have is, one more. Which is bizarre. So good. And the worst thing for you was Limca?
1: No. The worst was remember the half a stuff. took took
0: took is not bad tuk at
1: all.
0: Took is fucked. <laughs> took is fucked. It's not took.
1: It's tuck tuck <laughs> is fucked. But these little chilies are really good. I like it. Honestly, these are good.
0: I like them. All right. Okay. uh Well. Okay. Let's switch some gears. I hope you enjoyed that. No, that was we'll, good. Do you we'll want to do one that more? with Jordan? No, I'm good. I'm good. But don't eat like crispy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. eat lollies if you want i'll to. just have
1: i might as well finish this it's a, it's a oh, yeah, unique yeah. experience <clears throat> All
0: Right. um no uh, crispy
1: um thank you man no worries. that was sick um look everyone's lollies and stuff are going to be kind of weird the the one that was the saddest though there was this particular sadness to the to the chips those pasta chips yeah
0: they're, like they're just dude they're worth like a few cents <laughs> and you have to like produce them make a profit on them <laughs> like, the quality suffers
1: <laughs> are they made in pakistan
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. right all right. these are made in pakistan except for the k uh, the, the rusk
1: i'd love to see the chairman you know company. what these are
0: called in, in Urdu?
1: which ones which ones these rusks what papa why i don't know papa
0: oh no actually it comes from Papa Dums, because they kind of like have that crispy. Papa
1: Dums thing. I tell you what, if you yeah. busted up some, if you if you busted out some Papa Dums now, I'd be like, that's a ten. I love Papa yeah, Dums. Well,
0: you don't have Papa Dums.
1: <laughs> anyway, that was cool though, man.
0: All right, perfect. Um, at least display the packets on the table. Oh, okay, we can do. Good that, idea.
1: Man. Good idea. Put this.
0: Stop it. <laughs> and of course, Slanty eyes. <laughs> you gotta keep this, on the table too.
1: this is fucked. <laughs> this is pretty bad, yeah. There we go. Ah, whatever. Alright, okay. That was it. That was good. That was good. I mean, I feel like, hey, now I don't have to travel to Pakistan or India. I've done my... I've tried no, all no, no, no. the traditional foods.
0: You are now as capable as as any 8-year-old living in the streets of Pakistan. You
1: know right what I'm like. going to do? I'm going to do a Croatian version of this. What's that? Like a oh, Croatian okay. tasting.
0: Let's do that. Okay, yeah. perfect.
1: But yeah, hell yeah. Um tuk 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 tuk.
0: Okay, uh let's switch some gears. Let's switch it up, man. <laughs> I have been getting a lot of requests mm-hmm. from a f- for a fair bit of time. Mhm about the situation in pakistan and imran khan and i thought while we were Hell doing kissy yeah. yeah. snacks let's talk about that
1: i want to know jordan isn't here uh
0: yeah. unfortunately because he actually wanted to talk about this oh, as okay. well yeah, yeah. but we'll go into a little deep dive uh-huh. right uh-huh. to understand what is happening oh look you don't really need to but like i'm gonna start from the fucking big
1: dude i'm keen because so, you've got a heady subject and I've got one after it, so it's like let's right off.
0: Let's that, di- we'll
1: let's deep dive.
0: Okay, so uh, when the British were still in control of the Grand Indian Subcontinent, it included uh, India, what is modern day India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, all together, right? And then what happened <coughs> was. Actually, this is this is an interesting. one. <coughs> also known one. as Gondwana
1: land. <laughs> this
0: is an interesting one because I'm going to go even further back. Okay. Um, a- around early 1900s, even before the partition took place, uh, when the the talk about self rule of India had become apparent, that like all the political <laughs> leaders of India wanted to free become free from British colonization. Mm-hmm. They started asking for uh rights and self-determination and some muslims at the time were like hey, hang on a minute this is a bad deal for us because numerically we're challenged by the by the hindus sorry not indians because all of them were indians mm. by the Hindus. so the muslims felt that there's no way we can ever get a representative of our own in mm-hmm. parliament because the numbers are just so far and huge that there's no way that we can compete with them yeah so they came up with this demand from the british this has parallels to the referendum that we're about to vote in mm-hmm. the voice mm-hmm. so i'm not going to go too deep into voice but you'll understand what i'm trying to say by this policy so the muslims demanded a concept called separate electorates mm-hmm. saying ask demanding the british that we will be loyal to you right mm-hmm. we're not asking for complete separation but you have to give us this one demand separate electorates. separate electorates was that because they couldn't compete in the normal in normal democracy because of the number of Hindus they said that you should have s- separate Muslim seats where only Muslims will vote on those candidates
1: right <clears throat> right
0: so <coughs> let's say in the parliament there's 200 seats uh, 50 of those are Muslim reserve seats that only Muslims will vote in to elect those. And the rest of the 150 are normal seats that the rest of the Indian population, Hindus, will vote on, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. This was something that obviously the uh, Hindus and Congress, the Indian National Congress, which was a a party, didn't want. They didn't agree to it. They didn't like it because why would you want to dilute your own power,
1: Yeah.
0: right? But the Muslims demanded that. And around the First World War, they said that if we will support you in this war effort, we will mobilize people for you to fight against the Germans and the Turkish, the Ottomans and whatever. But if you you agree to our separate electorate demand. Mm -hmm. And eventually the British do agree to it, right? Now what happens is, as a consequence, which was an unforeseen consequence at the time, which plays later, is that, because the the seats of Muslims and Hindus were separate, all of a sudden you didn't need the Muslim leaders to try to woo Hindus, mm. and you didn't need Hindu leaders to try to woo Muslims. It's because segregated. They were, all, they were segregated. Yeah. So this was a forced segregation, right? And the consequence of that was that the the division between the two communities only widened because of this. Yeah. So in hindsight, it wasn't a good idea, right? I mean, it depends who you ask. I would argue that wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <coughs> anyway, so then, like, eventually, uh, as um, as the British uh, started to become weaker and weaker, it became more and more obvious that they have to leave at some point. And around the, uh, the mid-20th uh, century, uh, it became obvious, particularly after the uh, Second World War, that the British are going to have to leave. Now, the Muslims were now saying... That hang again. Hold on a minute. The separate electorate was fine, but if you leave, they're not going to agree to this for long. We're going to be screwed. So we need a separate homeland for mm. Muslims. And so you give us all those areas in India that are Muslim dominated become part of a new country. And all what the year was this? What year this? Was is this? 1940s, the early 1940s, and it eventually happened in
1: 1947. Holy shit! So it was one country before then. Yeah, it was all one country. What was it called?
0: it was the Indian, like the British, uh, the, uh, the British India.
1: British India.
0: Yeah, well funnily enough, the <clears> name <throat> India comes from the river Indus, which flows in Pakistan, not in India. Ah. In fact, like when India named officially India, India, the the founder of Pakistan, Jinnah, was like, was laughing at that. I was like, what kind of a joke is that? Because like, you right. don't even have the Indus. Holy anyway, shit. so like
1: it used to be one country. Wait a second, wait a second. Bef- but before the British came, yeah, what was it? What was the? It was not. Safe.
0: These were independent kingdoms. There wasn't like one don't unitary thing.
1: <clears throat> but they're not even not even countries.
0: No, no, no. <clears throat> this is like the nation state is a new idea.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was that new. That's all. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. it's it's new. So like right. there used to be like these empires. There okay. would be certain empires controlled most of what is uh, India and Pakistan today. Mm-hmm. So you would consider them to have made a country, right? right. These included old, uh, ancient Hindu empires, even a Buddhist empire. Then the Muslims came in and Muslims started controlling it and then you would lose and you would gain. But the idea that one nation state with the boundaries, uh, demark- actually came into being, um, in its sort of primitive sense when the British were governing right. with British and India. And then eventually, once the uh, once the British left, then official nation yeah. states were formed, and that's the modern sense of India that we talk but
1: about. But during that period, yeah. you know, there was like Europe had like Germany was Germany, France was France, right? Those lines had been drawn.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they were also not Fra- France. It was the French Empire. It was the ah. British. so the and they were constantly invading, taking over parts, losing it. So it was a dynamic right, sure. boundary. It wasn't ever. Fixed. I mean, that is the
1: history of the world. Yeah. Like Jordan was telling me England was once you know owned by Rome and there was no Anglo-Saxons yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: there. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so throughout history, we've lived in uh, empires that yeah, yeah, yeah. when they got- Age they got of Empires, like the game
1: Age of Empires, yeah. which I was very good at. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, essentially, so what happens is the Muslims demand for a separate country. Obviously the rest of the Indians, including Hindus, they didn't want it because why would you want to chop off a part of the country uh, and in particularly in the case of Sikhs, they were all sitting on the edge of both those communities. So like part of their land would go into yeah. Pakistan, past, so they didn't like it either. And honestly, initially the British didn't really entertain that thought either. They mm. were like, because during they, they, needed Muslim help for the war support. So they were like entertaining the idea. They were like, yeah, yeah, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll think about it. If you stay loyal to us, we'll think about it. But there was no really, you, it was, it would have been unheard of for it to even happen. Until the, uh, the the tensions between Muslims and Hindus started becoming larger and larger. That still wouldn't have done it. Until like the British army came up with this idea. They went to the, the Prime Minister. Uh, and we've got records of this. Where they said, hang on a minute. Why are you not letting this happen? This is a good thing. And they're like, what do you mean? Why would we want to divide India? And they're like we want to divide this would be the best thing that's ever happened because the founder of india nehru and uh, nehru who became the first prime minister was let's just say if not soviet aligned then very uh, soft on uh, the soviet union india india ah and oh, yeah. the and pakistanis weren't so soft on it they envisioned themselves as like a capitalist country following right. the american stuff so the british so the, the the british army said this is this is a great thing um if you divide india then we can have this sort of bulwark state that keeps control of soviet expansionism
1: it's always the case eh? this
0: is obviously if you go to india and pakistan neither of those countries will necessarily say this Mm. but it's now we know that's the reality there's a very good book called the pakistan the garrison state which goes deep into this and gives further evidence of, uh, uh of this more What and is more a so.
1: garrison state, like a defense.
0: Yeah. Like a, a defense, a state that's meant to be, a, to pursue yeah. Western interest in India. Right. In case that, you know, India goes too red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so, and then the British started becoming more and more agreeable to the idea of partition. And as a consequence, eventually, because the British were doing this, they partitioned India into two countries, uh, in, in what is now India and Pakistan. At the time, Bangladesh was also Pakistan. It was called East Pakistan mm. because on both flanks of the Indian uh, Indian subcontinent, you had large Muslim populations. So both became uh, uh, East and West Pakistan. Right. <laughs> now, the other <laughs> the other dynamic that happens is that what it what modern day Pakistan or like Pakistan didn't wasn't in the industrial area of India it was at best an agricultural bread basket right um but most of the advanced tech industries were actually in what is India today right and so when the partition happens you get this division but it's not like a piece of bread being divided into two it's one side gets most of the industries and the other side gets nothing right yep but the the british military the indian british military most of it came from what is in now in pakistan and india's punjab right so this is a small area that recruited most of the army officials right so even though pakistan got very little of the economy economic pie it got a huge chunk of the military right right and so then this military goes into this country trying to like you know make scraps of what they can do and because the the british had sort of made pakistan as this cold war bulwark state mm-hmm. pakistan's entire economy started revolving around using its geostrategic lo- location to extract funds from the western powers against the soviet union and use their rather large military to basically fight the dirty wars for them
1: right right and this was working wait india wasn't doing that india wasn't doing that okay
0: india was uh, what what joined this in fact they started what was called the non-aligned movement right there were a few people a few countries in this movement uh like egypt um indonesia that basically wanted to uh they said that they were non aligned in the sense that we're not in any camp we're not in the western camp we're not in the eastern camp so Pakistan but, but,
1: was like the front against Russia, more or less, and yeah, or at India least because the, 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 because yeah. Pakistan was containing India too, really.
0: Yeah, that's how they looked at it, and yeah. which is why they were willing to give them money for it. So the yeah, aid yeah, yeah. started flowing in, right? And because it had a rather large, rather large army that could be utilized. And what it about Bangladesh and
1: all this? Just chilling.
0: Bangladesh was uh, a poor part of India, right? Right. It had some raw materials that it would export but it was as soon as like the partition happened when West Pakistan and East Pakistan were divided, West Pakistan, to be honest, just exploited East Pakistan a lot.
1: Okay, gotcha. There
0: was like whole host of cultural stigmas attached to being from East Pakistan. You were considered to be poor, unindustrial, Yeah, uh, all of that shit. Eventually it got to a point where they got fed up and in 1971 they did their own version of uh, a partition. Not a partition, but they basically just went for independence india helped them achieve that because they didn't want two enemies rather have one enemy and so that was made, the, that was bangladesh that was the birth of bangladesh
1: really but i thought bangladesh was hindu
0: no it's muslim oh okay it's muslim okay. and so so then like uh, east pakistan goes away becomes bangladesh and now you're just left with pakistan now which used to be yeah. west pakistan with a big army that's essentially renting it out itself as like mercenaries in different positions uh to fight against the soviet union and extracting foreign aids and funds through that process and this was working this was working so essentially obviously because of this setup you had the military having disproportionate control Mm. over the country Mm. because it's already a large military it's well equipped it has all the latest gadgets that the u.s was supplying it yeah and it also received most of the military funding so it was a rich thing and so they essentially started controlling the country and you even when the civilian powers were in control really the army had all the power behind the scenes sometimes they would come in uh uh, like sometimes they'd be they'd install a martial law where literally the army chief would become the head of state right and other times when that got too much and the people sort of went against them they went to the background they got someone else But all the important decisions were still being taken by the military. Right. And the thing is, um, every politician that went against the military eventually was kicked out either to Mm. a different country, put in jail until they told their opinion to conform with whatever the military wanted them to. Mm. Imran Khan was actually... uh, one of those politicians that the military built up. Because the military, there was a two party system, mm. there were two major parties, and both those parties, Is even it like though- like
1: liberal and labor?
0: A, kind of, for right. like a better, yes, yes, let's say that. Uh, both the parties were obviously not doing anything that's too against the military, because that would get them in jail, or yeah. and sometimes they did, and they eventually were thrown in jail, or were just sent to exile, whatever it might be. So the military wanted a third force that they could control even more than what how much, how much they could control the other two parties. Mm. So Imran Khan was an ex-cricketer <laughs> turned politician who was popular to some extent. Not a political, politi- like a celebrity. He was yeah. a celebrity popular person. No one would vote for him, but people would watch yeah. watch his interviews. Like, would, uh, like, you know, he was just this, he was a star. Yeah and they slowly built him up
1: that was something they're probably grateful for english occupation about like what? for cricket
0: yeah both both the countries yeah. fucking absolutely love it yeah. that's the one thing that they would love dude pakistan still thinks like this is the other thing even though pakistan because of the circumstances that it was partitioned they don't really hate the colonizers right you would find in india people would be more anti-british yeah but in pakistan people would be like nah they were great
1: oh really in fact
0: if you go now they'd be like oh they were running the country way better than what we're doing now like we're ask them back right 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 <laughs> so it wasn't like this extreme okay. animosity right right anyways um so uh imran khan was sort of built up as this political beast um there's these one of the ways that the army controls the government is they have these mps right the members of parliaments they're basically on their payroll
1: their plants
0: their plants and so a, anytime they want a particular party to win power and become form government they ask all of these lanky paid parliamentarians of those to join the party that they want uh, that they want to win mm. and they bring in about 60 70 seats and then the other party would bring in some and while you've got a government for yourself. Right. So they do that with Imran Khan. They give him all of these people, uh, all of these parliamentarians that brought him seats and eventually gave him the power where he became the prime minister. But like every other prime minister before him, as soon as he gets into power, he starts now having conflicts with the military. Right. There's a few conflicts, but the biggest conflict was that one of the things that the military hates is. Technically, the chief of army is appointed by the prime minister, right? Yeah. The prime minister has the, the authority to choose right, from right. a list of candidates mm, yeah. in the military who's going to be the military chief. Right. But in reality, if you don't choose the one that the military wants you to choose, usually the outgoing army chief, mm. then you're in a whole host of trouble. Right. Because you're interfering with their domestic matters. Irrespective of the fact that constitutionally that's yeah. not their domestic matter, sure, but sure. that's how they look at it. And Imran Khan did the same thing. He had beef with a certain uh, uh, general, general yeah. who he who was the head of the intelligence agency. Imran Khan didn't like him. He got rid of him and appointed his own uh, general into that position. That pissed off them mm. and the military and the army chief of the time started having issues with Imran Khan, where Imran Khan basically started telling him that, you know, I'm the prime minister. I'm elected by the government. You have to follow what I say.
1: It's crazy that the military can be that strong. I know that's that's probably the case in America too, but it's like, is it a numbers thing? That's just, is half of Pakistan in the military?
0: Is half of Pakistan in the military? No, 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 it's not half of Pakistan. It's like a, it's a ridiculous amount of people. I think their military is about 500,000 people maybe.
1: What's, Aussie, what's ours uh
0: less than that way less right. than that but like it, i'm talking about just personnel um, so it's
1: just for it it just weeks me out that the military can run a country but well I mean, they Ameri- can run
0: a country and not only can they run a country mm. they can really screw with you if you don't agree to them and so when imran Khan mm. started like pissing off the military
1: i suppose it's the money right the military is the is the economy main economy
0: yes but the problem now that we're facing is after okay so remember how I told you that most of the country's economy is run through military Yeah, foreign aid
1: yeah yeah, like
2: yeah. The
0: us initially the u.s. giving money yeah to Pakistan <laughs> to fight against the Soviets mm, right mm. and then the that Soviet was, co- the Soviet yeah. Union collapses so all of a sudden the u.s. decides was that the no,
1: Taliban what? Didn't they fund the Taliban or something? They did. So yeah, they yeah. did
0: that again through the Pakistan military. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. And so yeah. the Pakistan military helped them build up the Taliban. Yeah. This like sort of Mujahideen force, this radical Islamist movement, to fight with the Soviet Union. They sort of brainwashed them, said that this is jihad, this is against you know the infidels who have come here to take your land, and you have to fight them. And the Afghans were more than willing to fight any kind of foreign oppressor. So they do that, and then. The Soviet Union collapses as a consequence. This is something that Pakistan, in hindsight, really did not want, because as soon as the Soviet Union collapses, they're useless. They're useless. Yeah, yeah, What's the point? There's no yeah. global war.
1: Yeah.
0: Fukushima writes a book, The End of History, where we're done with those ideological debates. Right. Right. And so all of a sudden, Pakistan is in this situation where, you know, there, there, the, the tap just closes. Mm, right. Mm, mm. And this is the same time they've been fighting with India this whole time. They've fought three wars Jesus. and America throughout the wars with India were like look Pakistan we're on your side but like not when you fight India we're yeah. not going to help you with that <clears throat> and like you know anything that you want you've got to fight the Soviets don't fight India <laughs> yeah. but they kept doing it and uh, the Americans that just ignored it because Pakistan was important to them to fight the Soviets and so they would just ignore it. by the 90s the Soviet Union had collapsed America's use for Pakistan had diminished greatly and in the meantime The Indians had detonated the the, had done their nuclear tests for the nuclear bomb. And as soon as that happens, Pakistan starts developing their own nuclear uh, bomb. And in the 90s, which in the 80s, throughout the 80s, the Americans knew that Pakistanis were also developing a nuclear bomb. But again, they ignored it Mm. because of their use in the Afghan war. And as soon as the Soviet Union collapses, Pakistan uh, at some point in the 90s tests its own nuclear uh, uh, nuclear tests. And America puts massive sanctions on Pakistan because again, there's no Soviet Union boogeyman. And Pakistan is about to have to change this model that they have. like Because the money is now, not only is the aid not coming in, but now you've got sanctions. So right. the economy started shrinking.
1: Wasn't England still giving money? No one was giving right, money. Right, right, right.
0: England by this point had like ceased uh. to become a power that was giving money, it was the Americans. England was there during the colonial times. Uh, and so like the money stopped and the Pakistani state, the economy started shrinking where they would have had to change something.
2: Mm. And
0: then something in from, I guess their sinister perspective, great happened. 9 11 happens in 2001. As soon as 9 11 happens, Afghanistan becomes the hotbed for Al Qaeda. And then all of a sudden the U S wants Pakistan's help again <laughs> in Afghanistan. Hell, yeah. And so the whole thing changes again. Yeah. We're back to the Soviet times. Right millions and billions of dollars are rolling into Pakistan to fight this war against Al-Qaeda and Taliban. The military gets, like, fatter and fatter. The country actually makes more money. This is when I was a kid and I was growing up. It was a great time. <laughs> like, there were concerts. Like, it
1: was amazing. Isn't that kind of sad that war can be such a... money? Anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's very sad that that's what war- But then,
0: like, the problem was that Pakistan had their own vested interests. They didn't really want to get rid of Taliban because... They, if they got rid of Taliban, then India would gain more influence in Afghanistan. So they played this double game right. throughout the early 2000s. Right. And by the end of early 2000s, the U.S. had realized that this double game is going on. And so the age started to go down. Yeah. And then in 2011, when Osama bin Laden is found in Pakistan.
1: Oh, he was in Pakistan. Yeah,
0: he was in Pakistan. Oh. Which, by the way, uh, I know with like very, very credible sources in the thick and thin that the Pakistani military and the politicians had him. no idea that oh, he was there. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were gonna say they were hiding I'm him. Like,
0: no, that's what everyone assumed. It's Shit. like, how would you, that's what the U.S. assumed as well. Yeah. But uh, And and I think it was uh, Obama's, uh, the, the ambassador, the U.S. ambassador in Pakistan after Osama bin Laden, Obama asked him in a call and said, hey, were they hiding this guy all along? And the ambassador was one of the few people to have said at the time, "I don't think so." Right. I think this is a massive intelligence failure on right, their part.
1: Yeah. Or it's possible they
0: just weren't looking. Yeah. When we were asking yeah. them to look, they weren't sure. looking. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't matter. But yeah. the, the thing was, that was enough material for the U.S. politicians to be like,
1: "Yeah, fuck Pakistan." Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so now the age started to dwindle again.
1: But just to note too, ironically, they invo- invaded Iraq, but then there was the weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, but that yeah, was purely yeah. oil, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But they can do it. They're rich. They're big yeah. countries like Pakistan that are basically just renting out their military. Mm. Don't get to make those calls. But I'm just
1: saying, Iraq got really fucked for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No reason at all.
0: Yeah, that's so did Libya.
1: I don't know much about Libya, dude.
0: Honestly, so did Afghanistan. You really had to just get rid of the Al Qaeda. You really had to just get rid of Osama bin Laden. Chomsky that, talks about this all the time. Like how...
1: It's a proxy. Th- the
0: problem was that like after 9-11, mm. the US just wanted revenge. Mm. And revenge right. is different to like...
1: Justice. Good
0: policy and justice. Uh, yeah, yeah. No one is saying that Osama bin Laden shouldn't have been punished for what he did. But is the way to do that by like literally fucking... <laughs> no. Hitting Civilians. an entire country with a sledgehammer? No. Fuck no. Um,
1: But it's just crazy that Bush... That they thought a Cheney really was like, it's crazy that Cheney was like, you know, we'll just hammer Iraq. It's like they're not even involved. It's like hammering China. There's no, there's no involvement. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But yeah,
0: I mean, there's like other geopolitical interests that they had. Oil. Or well, yes, oil and others amongst other things. They didn't like Saddam Hussein. They didn't like how he was. Right. He was a very anti-West man. Right. 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 That right, point. right. Right. Uh, so they had to get rid of him, just like they had to get rid of Gaddafi. Uh, like, dude, if he... Again, there's a reason why Gaddafi wanted to build a nuclear bomb, because he's like, dude, I'm next. Everyone, any country that has the bomb hasn't been invaded. That's why Iran wants to develop it, too.
1: Right, right.
0: Anyway, so uh, the military wants to prop up Imran Khan... To take control of the politics even more, Imran Khan gets into a fight with the military.
1: This is post-9-11. Yeah, this is way post yeah, This yeah, yeah, yeah. is recent. Now we're coming yeah, to recent okay, times. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then like Imran Khan basically instigates the population because he's really popular against the military.
1: And at this point, the money's running the out. Milita- the money is shrinking, gotcha, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's hungry. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And so uh, the military just is now super against Imran Khan.
2: Because he's doing these moves. So
0: now they've yeah. Well, now they've put him in jail. Right. Apparently, there's a camera in his bathroom. Right now. Yeah. Right now he's in jail. Fuck. Uh, You. If you say anything in support of him, there's a good chance you're gonna end up in jail. Fuck. It's become pretty authoritarian. But the people love him. The urban population loves him.
1: Right. Oh.
0: Most. I would say most of the people probably like him at this.
1: Okay. Is that interesting? The urban population. Yeah, that's strange. Because why? They're the intellectuals.
0: Well, look, that's the whole thing. In this so, the Pakistani political system is based on a system of patronage. Patronage, in the sense that usually it's a it's a pretty corrupt system, right? So, you would have head of a clan or a family or a tribe, whatever whatever is like relevant in your part of the country. That head of the family is going to get all the votes from his clan (laughs) right irrespective of how good of a bad man he is and his sole job is to go into government become a minister become a parliamentarian extract contracts for public spending okay and distribute it amongst your people
1: oh yeah it's tribalized.
0: yeah tribalized. so all of them are doing it and this is a really old school rule system when people started to move into the cities they lost that Patronage hook that they had in rural areas, and all of a sudden their issues became different. Mm. They started talking about elected officials that weren't necessarily part of their clan mm. or were representing their interests, mm. sort of like how it is in Australia. Mm. And Imran Khan represents that group, the urbanized people gotcha. that have lost their linkages yeah. of patronage system
1: in the rural areas. Right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Okay, yes, yes, but morally, same thing. Like he's not. You know what I'm saying is is a different just because he's representing them. What are they saying? They're not saying abolish the fucking military.
0: No, they're not. But man, I'm gonna be honest. People would get upset by this, but not really different. Yeah, I I wouldn't be. He was still following the same sort of. He was still doing the same mistakes. Yeah. Anyways, now the point is, Pakistan is a hopeless place in the (laughs) sense that people are, they've lost a lot of hope. The economy is shrinking. On one hand, you the U.S. doesn't need you for any military objectives. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there's this global competition with China, and Pakistan is being seen as uh, in China's camp, and India is now seen as being in the U.S. camp. So kind of the opposite of what it was in, oh, uh, during the Cold yeah, War. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And so Pakistan is just, it's it's got an ever-contracting economy. Shit that needs to go through massive reforms to essentially move away from this like-
1: Old school system. Old
0: school aid-based system yeah. that you got from other countries, distributed amongst your own Shit. people, didn't pay any tax. Mm. And it was fine because as long as the aid kept coming in, Fuck. you were somewhat viable. That's now that's crazy. gone. Yeah. So there's intense anger. Yeah. And, uh, and like obviously the military is still trying to keep control. And so they're putting anyone that goes against them in jail. Fuck. If there's no talk of elections. They've created this interim government, which is basically just like appointed people that aren't really elected. And the the conjecture is that they're probably going to be in power for the foreseeable future until the military is ready to hold an election.
1: Fuck. And he's in jail right now. And he's in jail right now. They're not going to kill him?
0: I don't think they'll kill him. That'll create more problems for him. They so just want to make him irrelevant. You they so want a people ca- to like... Stop caring about him.
1: He said, "There's a camera in the jail."
0: Yeah, yeah, apparently there's like there was some news article that I read today where he's complaining that there's a camera in my bathroom because he's being constantly monitored through CCTV cameras.
1: <sighs> Is it getting dangerous now in Pakistan? I well,
0: know. no, because you know, dangerous danger usually comes with instability. When the military has an iron grip and puts anyone that's against them in jail, it's not, there's no riots. It's stable. Yeah, there's, there's no, no riots. riots. It's, rather peaceful honestly really no one dared does anything
1: here's a question you say that you know this is their history right how predisposed is a country to live out their lives let's say as a country dependent on their history if that makes sense like i don't know like australia let's say the economy australia's economy I would say has been exports mainly, I'd say, and then some industry here and there. I guess what I'm asking is, how much is a country's economy predetermined on like essentially uh, habit or fate, or, or how much can it be changed? Does that make sense? Like South Korea changed theirs pretty radically
0: yeah so there's a do you few don't, do you
1: get what i'm saying like can can pakistan do a south korea or what, how could south korea have done it or do or do countries usually you know they start their economy like let's say england's economy started as like an empire and now it's still just an empire just a shitty empire is that just how, is you just it's is, you can't change it or you can change it
0: um look you can you can't change it because like if you had asked me this question maybe 50 years ago i would have said maybe not but now with the East Asian tigers, these uh, uh, countries like Vietnam, China, South Korea, Japan, you know, Vietnam is obviously not on their scale yet, but it's growing. It's one of the success stories. So
1: these are all countries. You can change them, but not when the military is in control. Well, here's the thing.
0: So you you need to have, first of all, one of the things that makes you a rich country is natural resources, right? Straight mm. up. So a country like the US is naturally gifted. A country like Australia is naturally yeah, gifted, it's just lucky. Right? so you you there's a much much better chance for you to get rich <coughs> yeah then you have countries like nigeria which have that but still don't get rich right so it's not yeah. a done thing
1: yeah but it
0: makes your life a hell of easy. i know what
1: it is it's resources and, a, and, and 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 a government that isn't completely corrupt
0: well but the question is how do you get that right how do you get a government that isn't completely corrupt that is working for the bigger picture Yes, it might be an elite. There might be a, a few people. Like Turkmenistan, maybe. maybe. Well, okay, so here's the other thing. What was, what I, this is my own uh, hypothesis. One of the things that you really need for a country, particularly if you have no natural resources to get rich, is to have unity, right? Where everyone signs a social contract with the government saying that there are certain things I'm willing to give up Because I have a contract with the government that you're working for the benefit of the rest of us. Mm. Pakistan has no social contract. People in Pakistan don't really think that the government is doing anything for them.
1: But no country does apart from China, right?
0: No. A lot of countries, all rich countries have that social contract. Australia has that social contract. Because we pay taxes. We pay taxes. There's a reason why we pay taxes. Pakistanis don't pay taxes. Bullshit. It's one of the least tax countries in the world. That's why it's wow. ooh, the situation that it is. Oh exists. shit!
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, but libertarian, like, but not, not, not <laughs> free but, country. No, but not. I'm joking. Not like, I'm kidding. Not I'm kidding. like
0: Saudi Arabia where everyone yeah. doesn't pay tax. Yeah. In Pakistan, the rich don't pay tax. The poor pay tax. Oh really? Yeah, but because the poor earn such little that Jeez. their taxes and that's fucked. It's fucked. It's, it's a horrible system. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's why, like, Pakistani economists call it elite capture
1: elite capture yeah whereas in the the elite elite basically
0: captured the entire country and how it runs fuck for their own interest
1: jesus um
0: anyway so what you need to develop what you need for that social contract to develop usually in my opinion is a homogenous population
1: well you have that no you don't racially homogenous at least
0: well they're brown but they're not homogenous so pakistan and india
1: really like in pakistan no one you're saying is a huge variety of People in Pakistan.
0: Yeah. Huge amounts of ethnicities. Really? The country is divided into four or five provinces. Each province speaks their own language. They have their own culture. Is that right? They have yeah. And they don't trust the other ones. Really? So the reason why Pakistan is actually this in the situation it is, aside from all what I've said, is that the elites of these different provinces Mm. Do not trust each other and right. constantly cutting each other down. But it's not a, so. It's the only way you can actually grow is for everyone to get right. together and come on this uniform, common platform.
2: But it,
1: there's no which but hasn't happened. So it's an ethnic divide. But it's not a. It's not a religious divide. It's
0: not a religious. Divide. Surely
1: that could be the way to come together.
0: That's what, uh, funnily enough, that's what the military tried to do. Ah. The military in the 80s came up with this new dictator. Who was an Islamist. Yeah, and he said. None of that shit matters. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're Punjabi. It doesn't matter if you're Sindhi. You're all Muslim Pakistanis, and we're gonna get together and we're gonna build a country on the basis of that. Problem is, they didn't buy it because <laughs> Islam is not as big of a force as it was in politics uh, if ever was as these clan-based right. or ethnicity-based divisions are. Interesting. So they failed. Fuck. So, the only way you can actually get together is by getting all these people together and to work for a common good. Mm. But it's almost impossible to do it when you don't have a homogenous population. And so countries like China or countries like Korea, or countries like Japan yeah, easy. are able to do it without any natural resources. Uh, that's because why. they have homogenous populations right.
1: that aren't constantly fighting with each other. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. Because I was gonna say, America's not homogenized. Well, it is. It's predominantly it is. white, but it's not No, it's, all about, it's
0: not about being white. It's about, first of all, everyone in the US speaks the same language.
1: So it's really it's that so language i didn't know that i didn't know that language is a big thing i
0: mean spanish is sort of getting big but you know america yeah. is a homogenous population even in the okay okay i want to th- this, is, this is what i'm trying to say the difference between pakistanis isn't the difference between someone living in arkansas versus someone living in wisconsin mm. it's the difference between someone living in italy and someone living in slovakia
1: oh i did not know that
0: so getting Which is why even even the European Union has that problem. Part of the reason why the euro is a shit zone is because there's no unity. Yes, and so it's the same fucking problem over there. It's just that they sort of independently got rich and formed this, so it doesn't feel as bad. Whereas Pakistan just, yeah, just never got rich, so it's more pronounced.
1: Hectic. And India doesn't have this problem.
0: India has the same. India has. There's a reason why India isn't where China is. It has the same exact problem. Right. They're better than Pakistan in many which ways, which is why it's a better off country but it has exactly the same problem which mm. is why by the way this the new prime minister modi who's this hindu nationalist leader is a hindu nationalist because he is uniting all of india based on hinduism
1: <coughs> yeah it's, he's trying to do the same thing and hence
0: he has to like
1: push out push other, out the, other muslims. the muslims yeah other yeah, that's other
0: that's why that, that's why he's he the 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 otherization of muslims happened
1: because yeah. you
0: can't have that without yeah uh like that's the only thing that people will get together for isn't that
1: strange
0: it's it's, it's human unique. nature but like w- the europeans did that as well one of the big things about being french is that you're not german so you have to otherize someone mm, mm, in mm. order to form that unity
1: yeah that's kind of what national identity is yeah. right it's a narrative and so
0: that national identity in pakistan is absent Shit. the only way it can happen is if some kind of the, the politicians actually come up with some sort of consensus where they agree to the rules of the game and abide by the rules of the game and not just eat the state, because right now all the resources of the state are just mm. being extracted by these people. Shit. Unless they like figure out a way to c- collectively enrich the state, mm. create institutions, there's no way forward for it, Pakistan.
1: Is there any other examples of this apart from the European Union, for like this sort of this divide? I mean,
0: well, it happens in. Every, look at most countries, like Africa. There's a lot of.
1: Well, that's like not a country we, about, we
0: spoke about Niger. Yes. Last week. Yes. Same issue. Same thing. Farmers, pastoralists, different clans, different ethnicities fighting each other for the resources.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: It's a very common thing. It happens in most countries, actually.
1: Do you think that, like Nigeria?
0: sitting on one of the it has one of the most resources congo yeah so many resources like yeah. if if you had a system that was efficient these countries would be one of the rich countries in the world but the reason why they're do not is because there's too much infighting amongst yeah different do you
1: think systems. that could happen to somewhere like england where the it's becoming ghettoized like there's white flight and then there's there's ghetto there's different there's diff- a segregation happening
0: maybe but it's like it's too far over at the moment english population is pretty yeah. homogenous as well yeah they can have issues with like scotland and ireland again because again yes different sort of difference, cultures difference, different ethnicities yeah. you can have that sort of an issue mm, mm, mm. but i don't know if like within maybe dude if the state has to collapse for that to happen right if for some reason in the future the the, the uk just collapses mm. and there's a vacuum mm. then you might have these issues where right. different counties are fighting again yeah China. I was watching this. Essex
1: versus fucking North London and shit.
0: Dude, you should watch this doco on Netflix. I just watched it. I think it's Samurai something. It's based on like um, <coughs> uh, the Japanese clans when there was this mass civil war when they used to keep fighting amongst each other. Mm. And then uh, eventually, you know, a unified Japan was formed.
2: Mm.
0: If... UK state collapses, then you would have something like that, where right. they have like, different counties that have different sort of leaders and that are fighting each other to unify the country.
1: Right. But that happened in Japan, and they did unify. Yeah. Man, I did not know that. If someone said to me, like, what do they speak in Pakistan? I'd be like, Urdu. And if they're like, are there many different racial groups? You like, know what's funny about- I'd be about like, no, sir. No, there's not, sir. You
0: know what? Okay, this, this will sort of tell you. The yeah. language Urdu, which is the national language of Pakistan, which is the lingua franca, is not even native to Pakistan. You know how I said India comes from Indus, which flows in Pakistan? Yeah. Urdu comes from India. (laughs) It's not native to Pakistan. (laughs) What? Yeah.
1: Can you only speak Urdu?
0: Yeah, you can. I only speak Urdu because my ancestors had migrated from India. From India. So Urdu is my native language, but it's... it's not a Pakistani. But
1: growing language. up in Pakistan, did you feel like these other clans were the other? Like you couldn't. You yeah, there was. You could tell. Yeah. They and used you, to and call you,
0: me, till this day, if I go in Pakistan, they would call me either politically correct version of it is Urdu speaker.
1: Okay. Which means to say. Indian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or non PC, but generally spoken, immigrant.
1: Hmm. Really?
0: i was born there my father was born there his father was born in india but uh. the entire community is still called
1: immigrant wow Oh my! and there
0: was definitely look when you because like we grew we went to like a, a private school and we were kind of like you know
1: the elite yes
0: yeah. and so when you're in the elite those sort of differences become less and less so i had friends who were from different province yeah, different yeah. sort of things they because, spoke different languages it's a
1: poor thing yeah yeah, yeah
0: and so i had friends from all over yeah uh and i was personally accepted but i do understand if i was a poor person mm. and i was from the immigrant community i would be terribly disadvantaged
2: hmm far
1: out that is crazy man i i honestly didn't know that it is very crazy like because the the prob- the thing is right it's being fucked on so many fronts. It's like no natural resources, no unity, like racial division, poverty, military, like coup or whatever you want to call it. And like
0: now let's not forget the biggest issue global for warming. them, climate change. One of the most clim- uh, vulnerable countries in the world is Pakistan really? for change. I
1: mean, they had those fucked floods.
0: The, yeah, there's a reason why those, in fact that whole area, but Pakistan is extra, extra vulnerable
1: far out. I feel so and i'm feel i
0: going there in a couple of
1: days jesus
0: yeah by the way guys uh i'm going to pakistan uh in a couple of days so i won't be here for the next pod
1: it'll be next two or just one
0: maybe two actually. yeah and then when i he... might I'm, i think i land the tuesday after next
1: and then when he arrives i piss off to london to see if that's collapsing <laughs> so uh so so I leave the day he comes. So you're gonna get some Noah leave. So you're gonna
0: get like no Jordan's gonna be here throughout. He's yeah. not going. So it'll be next week it'll be Miss Love and Jordan. And the week after that will probably be me and Jordan until Miss Love comes back.
1: Yeah, I guess so. How long are you going for? A month. A month. It's a long time. But I'll definitely Skype. we'll Skype one. i you can Skype me in because I'll be at my dad's we'll house. So there's internet in Croatia. <laughs> So I'll, uh, and I'm not like backpacking. Like I'm mainly going to fix my dad's house with him. Like I'm going to work. So like, I'll do that. Uh, so we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll check in on the pod when I'm away. Like I'll do one or two if you guys want me to. Anyways, um, heads up. but dude, that, yeah, that is crazy. Like, I let me,
0: let me just see if people have any more questions about yeah. this because while yeah. they don't leave Jordan and miss alone together. Well, too bad.
1: Too bad. Fucker.
0: Um, isn't Jordan doing a show next week also? Is he? I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe.
1: Well, I don't know. No one, I honestly uh, don't know.
0: Should be colonized by a Western country? No, I don't think that's a good idea. It's not going to solve anything.
1: Colonized by? I don't think being colonized. Saying like,
0: get if Pakistan gets colonized again.
1: Well, those days are over.
0: <laughs> the Brits drew the borders. Yeah, they did, and they did a shabby job at it. But
1: like. Mm. It's, it
0: is it's, what it is. Yeah. like All right, man, we've got a few. We've got like maybe this was a long one. Yeah. If How you want to do one more segment, we can. Yeah. Oh, it
1: not, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy answer question. It's okay. an easy answer Go question. On. Is capitalism inherent to our, you know, way of living, almost DNA? Or is this something that has been propagandized in, into us? And there are... and, and, and there are alternative systems, AKA people being like, the way that people talk about capitalism now is they don't, they talk about the symptoms as being problems, like recessions, this and that. They never actually, you're never allowed to criticize in the media, the foundations of the system. And is that false? Is that wrong? Is that a dangerous idea? Or is it is it something that should be explored more, like well, fundamentally Okay,
0: before i go into that i've got to ask you what do you understand by capitalism what's capitalism to you
1: um a free market quote unquote system private enterprise mm. um i mean really i see it as like worshiping the dollar because the problem is right this is how this started jordan <laughs> we're talking about immigration and then jordan brought it back we talked ages about it and he brought it back to the byzantines of course and he was saying this was a society that had in had a market had markets had merchants all that but they also had spirituality and they had kind of like a higher calling they had a they had a du- duty to their land in terms of they were happy to pay taxes they had a responsibility to their land and their community and he was saying the venetians were just merchants that worshiped the dollar and they kind of Fabri- they kind of made income, sorry, not income, they ca- they made money, this abstracted thing that didn't has, doesn't have any value. You know, Wall Street, it's yeah. not a real fucking thing. It, Wall Street, they're just like looking at, it's, it's all abstracted, you know? So what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm curious about is, is that the way that capitalism is like, oh, it's shit, it's unfair, but it's the best, that people say it's the best system we have, how valid is that? Because it seems that the world was pushed in the direction of this Venetian model. Uh, All of the West, all all of the world pretty much now, more or less, there's like capitalism light, but, you know, is this something that is inherent to us or something that legitimately can be, there are alternatives. But yeah that's my understanding of capitalism. Well, okay, it's, it's more it's more about the abstraction of wealth. Like these these jobs like you know the stock market. I mean what is that? <laughs> you know? These kind of things. These are like the stock market isn't doesn't exist in fucking nature. There's no value to it. It's it's purely speculative. So that's the question. That's what I'm so, more. And I was watching Chomsky and he was most saying most of you know,
0: human history most of it
1: has not been in that. Has not been capitalist. Yeah. We
0: most of human history has been hunter gatherers. Right? Which was Respe- before respect. obviously capitalism yeah yeah where it was largely egalitarian societies to a certain extent that were fighting with other clans you know old school style system
1: one more question before i forget mm-hmm. just include this also as an addendum do we live in a capitalist system or do we live in a plutocracy continue
0: well okay well that's a that's a very opinionated answer was okay so most so most of because human history is not based on capitalism So we can't assume that the natural state of humans is capitalist. Definitely not. Yeah. It usually the question of capital comes when we started getting surpluses after the agricultural revolution, when we had more than what we could consume, we started building surpluses, which led to the agricultural feudal society. And then eventually the feudal society morphed into a capitalist society with industrialization. Right. And. If you want to be an industrial country more like, and that's how you get rich, even in today's world, you have to be capitalist to a certain extent. There was disagreements to this, where this idea of communism was formed, but we can sort of largely agree that communism in itself was also a flawed theory and it failed. But what it was right in is saying that unregulated capitalism will do a few things firstly it creates massive inequality where some people will get richer and richer and some people will get poorer and poorer and secondly it destroys
2: the environment
0: it will destroys the <laughs> environment but like this is even if we don't take in, those things into account but it sort of eats itself up yeah it eats itself up because if the poor get poorer and the rich get richer then there's nothing that the poor can buy from the rich because they have no money so then you have to, in order for this capitalist system to survive, you need to ensure that a certain amount of poor people get enough resources where they can still buy the stuff from you, so you can continue to get richer. And this is where uh, the, uh, uh, John Maynard Keynes, he came up with the thing of like, communism is not necessarily good, but capitalism needs state intervention in order for it to function properly. That is the sort of theory and worldview that we live in today.
1: When you say intervention, how so?
0: Well, if there's a 2008 financial crisis and the housing market collapses, then you need the Federal Reserve right. to inject money into it. <laughs> right. In a pure capitalist system, that you can't do that because mm. the market needs to operate in itself. And if the market has screwed up to a point where you know there's this massive recession, then you got to deal with it. That's a self-correcting mechanism, right? But we understand that the amount of suffering that that might create is not worth it. So you need the state to intervene Mm. and sort of support the capitalist system to function. Yeah, because
1: recessions are inbuilt in the system.
0: Yeah, it's like reset. Exactly. recession is inbuilt in the capitalist system. So you need a, uh, a mediating force to be able to minimize the harmful effects of it. And so like, if you that sort of capitalist system where largely and the reason why we think capitalist system is also good is because one of the things that we learned from the soviet experiment was that no matter how good your intentions as a state are the needs of the people cannot be top-down control because you'll always screw it up right you need people to be able to independently decide what their need is and to be able to take action on it. Mm. There's this uh example that um uh just before Gorbachev before the Soviet Union collapse uh they were going through this period of like you know modernizing and figuring out how they can become more capitalist they sent a delegation to England to just understand some of the policy making mm. how they do it and one of the things that uh the the Soviet delegation asked is like we saw that there aren't that many lines for bakeries to buy bread how do you ensure that there's enough bread all over the country for people to be able to swiftly get it without causing big problems like and they were saying this has been a big problem for us and we try to create enough grain and the british was like we don't do anything we just mm. let the market decide wherever there's bread we'll get so this is what you realize that when you're doing a top-down thing, no matter how good your intentions right. are, you will never be able to determine what everyone's needs are. Yeah. So people need to be able to decide what their needs are by themselves and act on it. Mm. So this is a good thing of capitalism, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes that system in itself can hit, hit, uh, it can hit dead ends. And then you need the state to be able to intervene. Right. So is capitalism the way for us? Or is it good or is it bad? It's just it's it's complicated it's an incorrect question. It's right. like in some regards, yes, yeah, but in other regards no. Right. And what that balance is mm. is up for debate. That's why we have elections, that's why we choose politicians. Yeah,
1: and do you think it's the best we got?
0: Yeah, at the right. moment, of course. Right, yeah. Of course. The best countries mm. in the world it's are just, mixed market countries. Yeah. Like the benchmark is what like scandinavia or something
1: they say so
0: yeah and if you look at them then they're a capitalist country Mm. but they have very strict controls
1: Mm. um but see that's the thing i guess it's measures then Uh, that's a good answer by the way but i guess it's measures of uh how the, the the state power versus the free market if you want to call it that or whatever power the market power because is would you say america is a plutocracy
0: <sighs> these terms are too vague plutocracy is it a kleptocracy i don't even know what you that can argue is. both ways yes and it's yeah no
1: yeah yeah it's just that yeah i, I suppose you know <clears throat> people make talking points against in america they make talking points against the Scandinavian model but it's like it does make sense if it's a mix it's it's a mix of those things it's like seems like a pretty good thing then in that sense in terms of like you pay your taxes have a high income you have a good standard of living but you know you still are reasonably independent in terms of what your responsibilities are to pay the state and yourself you know i want to buy a tesla but i also have to pay my taxes that kind of shit. Mm. um yeah you answered it pretty well actually
0: there's an argument whether you're happier if you have a tesla or not that's a different sort yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a philosophical question on this but what do you think about
1: it. jordan's point of like he was saying the venetian it wasn't even that radical. He was basically saying because of the the Venetian model, propagated money over everything else. No, uh, d- no responsibility to the state. Really, um, kind of more or less religion light, light. No pure sort of independence. Like you're an independent being in every way. This sort of weird perception of money. And he was saying the Byzantines was a it was almost like the byzantines of scandinavia and the venetians was america mm. and in that sense to generalize in that sense i think today there is generally there's too much greed from everyone there's too much there's too much emphasis on greed and 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 into interdep- like i only care about me there's there's not enough Patronage. There's not enough feeling of responsibility to give back to the state or the community or charity or that kind of thing. And then also, they generally say that when spirituality goes down, a a country collapses because they don't believe in anything more than these superficial things. Like, I need more money.
0: I don't necessarily agree with that. All right, because I think the the idea that like spirituality decreases these are all symptoms of the collapse in itself right and sometimes do the collapse just happens because your time is over
1: do you think we're in a collapse the west the world
0: I don't think we're in a collapse we are moving we're graduating from this capitalist uh, economy towards a more dystopian techno feudal economy <laughs>
1: that's fucked um
0: yeah. and <laughs> obviously the sort of uh, one of the other things that's happening is that the world is sort of realigning itself with the rise of China. this China yeah, yeah. phenomena, which is creating a lot of issues for people. Um, but I mean, it,
1: the world isn't stagnant too. It's always changing. Yeah, it's always yeah, changing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And there's a whole host of reasons why it might change. I don't necessarily think, sometimes it's almost romantic to be like, oh, it's because people were less spiritual or it's because they made money, they're gone. I, I don't think these are root causes. Right. I think these are symptoms. Right. The root cause might be something way more hard, like maybe a plague that wipes out 35% of your population is going to have long-lasting effects on mm. your empire.
2: Mm.
0: You know Things like that. That's also not the cause. It's one of the reasons.
2: You know? mm.
0: It could be a whole host of reasons why that might happen. Mm. I think to simplify it to like,
1: yeah one okay. thing is, is that might be one of
0: the factors i don't i haven't done enough research on byzantine and Venetian mm. economies to be able to give you like a of a, a well-researched answer on this but i believe that that's not the cause
1: right because yeah he was definitely he was definitely I, i'm interested in the byzantine thing now because he was saying you know <clears throat> he was also saying you know we we're talking about Un, like let's say unfettered, unskilled immigration, and I was like, Why does that happen doesn't help the immigrants usually it doesn't even help the 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 native population of a country let's say the west generally, like maybe the u k more not not so much australia but and I was like, Why is that and he said, The reason that that happens is because the elites of each country, so call it in america uh <laughs> probably the military industrial complex and financial. In the UK, financial here, mining and um, uh, infrastructure. He was saying, let's say with the example of England, he was saying the reason they bring unfettered, unskilled immigrants is because the financial sector wants to appease the corporate world and it's just more mouths to feed. It's just more, it's just more money. It's more quick, cheap money. It doesn't matter if it destroys the, the, the larger l- consumer base you yeah it yeah. doesn't matter if it destroys the land like changes the demography dramatically of a country or the culture or the all that shit. he's like that is irrelevant it's it's just the elites and i was just like what do you mean the elites and he was saying every country every throughout history every uh, there's always been elites and he's like these are the elites that actually run the country the military industrial complex runs the states mining runs here we got you know i think when when the good governments are in they can bend society to the good outcomes nationalizing things as much as they can. And then I was like, is that, is, is that, will the elites of the world destroy the world?
0: Well, look, okay, let's, <laughs> let's stick to the, let's stick to the, uh, the unskilled immigration aspect of it. So I think it's just, okay. So the unskilled immigration, immigration, just in general, is a post Second World War phenomenon. Like immigration has existed throughout history. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People move from, but this turbocharged immigration sort of happened after the Second World War, mm. when all of a sudden you had this long, perpetual time of peace. Even the sort of war was just Cold War. It'd be in some other country that doesn't matter as much to the big powers of the world. And most of the countries that were industrializing were producing things that you don't necessarily need a lot of skills for. So they needed unskilled immigration, particularly because like a lot of their uh, working population just died in the war too.
1: Yeah. And I get aging population, but that's overplayed. No, no but, anyway, but like yeah.
0: it's not an aging population thing. It was just like they just needed people to work in factories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have enough factory. They, sorry, they didn't have enough workers working yeah. in these factories. And so the immigration sort of like just sort of turbo boosted. It's from poorer parts of the world to industrialized parts of the world because that's where all the factories were now in today's world we the western countries don't need unskilled migration as much because Mm. we're not making Making towels and shoes and stuff like that we're looking at skilled migration now where we need software engineers where even if you talk about mining we need people that have petroleum engineers that (coughs) we don't have enough of them in Australia that we need in order to, for our economy to grow. Mm. So we look for other, we look at other countries that will be able to supply us with that labor. Now we're, we're, we've, we're shifting from unskilled to skilled migration. Yeah. Australia, England, the U S they're not looking for unskilled migrants anymore. Right. And so they don't necessarily want it. But some of them might argue that, well, it's just a good consumer base for us. Yeah. They bring in some kind of money, uh, they'll uh, buy more houses, they'll uh, buy more. Fro- and that's true to for certain people who think that that's enough of a benefit for them. Mm. But I don't know if all the policy is based on that. Right. If that was the case, then we wouldn't have these like skills assessment criteria mm. for immigration anymore,
1: mm,
2: mm, mm.
0: and we wouldn't be stopping the boats; we'd be letting the boats in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's more. I think England is interesting because if their elite power base seems to be financial based, since like fat Thatcher, right? They're not building shit. Uh, I think the only, I think the, I think the only op- impetus for immigration is mouths to feed more 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 consumers
0: england went through this other issue because like if you look at their immigrant like let's look at the brexit debate yeah they weren't necessarily trying to kick out packies they mm. were trying to kick out uh Poles, polish people yeah, right? yeah and that's because of the european union so free movement of labor means that there's no skills assessment
1: mm, no criteria you can right. just rock up right right
0: and so they started getting this, like, you had just move from less industrialized parts of Europe to more industrialized parts of Europe without any uh, yeah, quarantine, Beijing. border control, none of that stuff. Mm, mm. And that was creating an issue for them. Mm. That's based on this sort of free European Union idea, which yeah. is why most economists now argue if you don't want to create that cultural rift in your society, you need to ensure that any country that you have a free movement of labor agreement with is not a poor country <laughs> so like no one has issues in america about the free movement of labor from canada for instance
2: mm, mm, they don't care about that yeah yeah,
0: because people aren't moving from canada in droves because they don't to go, want on have the doll, to go on the doll to go on the dole. americans have issues with mexicans moving in right and that's because unskilled labor and
1: we well, have to house the people yeah, and yeah you yeah. have to
0: house the people right so England's problem or Western Europe's problem was that they created this massive EU uh, superstructure for greed, for the elite's greed, because they wanted to make more money without taking into account the sort mm. of effects that it would have right. from less industrial parts of the countries to more industrialized part of the country.
2: Mm.
0: Particularly at a time when the more industrial parts of the country are going through this contractory period anyways.
2: Mm.
0: So it's creating more and more issues. we don't have that issues necessarily in in australia no i know
2: that australia is pretty yeah
0: soon enough you will basically see very very little unskilled migrants
2: Mm, mm, mm. it'll
0: have to be like students who have studied in australian universities or overseas professionals
2: Mm, mm, mm.
0: that's why you have like most of the population coming from india because they are skilled in computer-based right 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 right. sciences right information technology right and so we're getting a lot of those guys in and they they bring that 2 prong benefit which is one you have the skills that you need and secondly for the elites that they're gonna buy houses and stuff
1: yeah so you don't hmm, yeah okay i mean there's such big concepts it's just (sighs) yeah it's just an interesting thought that like the, the world is shaped by the whim of elites. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Yeah, That's strange. That's, that's kind of terrifying to me because that's not a democracy.
0: No, it's not. That's why you need to like, sometimes the elites, sometimes it's a good thing, but uh, most of the time it's a bad thing. That's why you need big policies not to be taken by just the elites, mm. by the entire population.
1: Because he was talking about people like Bernie and Jeremy Corbyn and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, but they're like lefty ideologues. And he was saying, no, do you know why they didn't get elected? And I was like, why? And he's like, because he was, they were challenging big companies. They were showing, they were saying, you know, tax them higher, which is not, who does that benefit? 99% of people. it it's it, it, it like scratches the 1% and it's like, It's not an unreasonable. If you say it, if you said that to someone in plain English, they would surely they would agree. They're like, no, no, I think they need more billion. They need more arbitrary zeros on a. a, That's more important than some kid who can't go to school or eat. Yeah. So, but well, if
0: you're gonna say like you want Medicare for all, like Bernie did, that's gonna piss off a lot of pharmaceutical companies and a lot of yeah, uh, like hospitals yeah that are making a killing off of it. Exactly. So they're gonna convince yeah different marketing campaigns that it's not a good idea to like Bernie yeah so Jordan is right about that
1: so yeah it's just an interesting so okay how about this what do you think is the best example like what's the best country in the world what's the best system Scandinavia
0: Australia
1: you it's actually
2: th- yeah.
0: <laughs> bunning <laughs> snags yeah I don't know maybe like yeah Scandinavia sure
1: mm. well you settled that because <laughs> I don't know like it's funny because capitalism is kind of like a religion, you know, even if you start saying something like, uh, you know there could be amendments to how it's run, people are just like call me, whatever, you know, and it's like that's not really fair, no it's you not. know,
0: but I don't think that's like a that's a bigger issue in the u s in Australia, people understand that
1: somehow for some reason. This is such a lucky country. I think the UK seems like a shithole, and and America is really uh, pfft, poor. In America, it's like there's third world. Sh- there's like third half the fucking country is the third world now. Not the half, but there's a lot of third world vibe. And you know, people can argue. You know, you get your conservatives that say there's too much regulation, this and that. Then you get the you get more like progressive people saying. It's 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 like uh, corporate greed and not enough investment in social stuff. But like sometimes I wish there would be a way to just to fast track us, uh, like a see results fast tracked. You know what I mean? And just to be just to look at a city and be like, okay, like you try your thing, let's see what happens. And it's like, whoa, that was like that. And then now you try your thing, let's see what ha- you know what I mean? Yeah. But also America, um, the thing with America that is a problem is it's so. Um, you know that whole thing, like, it's so, uh, what's the word? It, I guess bureaucratic, like, they can't build a train line. It takes yeah. them so long.
0: Well, I mean, look, is it that takes by design? long now, but, like...
1: But is that by design? Yeah,
0: there's an argument that it's basically by car design. manufacturers that have kept it that way. Yeah. They don't let investment flow into, like, public transport.
1: I mean, you could even argue with America, the whole uh, popular vote thing. That was made to gerrymander right
0: well yes in a way yes Mm. hey we're running out of time
1: i guess we're pretty lucky to be in australia
0: (laughs) yeah we're lucky and so is the us they're lucky to be in a resource rich country too
1: but being poor in america would suck man
0: yeah they they don't have those kind of safeguards social nets that we do
1: and ironically you know we all think you can get rich in america yeah yeah really rich yeah if you yeah you can and that's cool too but like it's a harsh land and ironically and it even worked on me you get someone like trump coming in you're like yeah he's gonna fix my problems when he's really representing the problem you know
0: well or he's just a symptom of the problem
1: yeah maybe a symptom and he said he'd run the country like a business i don't know if i understand that's a cool line but it's like for profit (laughs) that's not gonna (laughs) that's not gonna help people that are like dying like there are good people that you know can't do things aren't capable they might have mental problems they might have might be veterans they might they might fucking there's so many ways for life to fuck you and uh it's so brutal you know even riding around on i befriended some turkish guy on my bike because we started talking and even just seeing these like guys on the bikes delivering pizza i'm like does that have to exist in 2023 do these surely these guys can i get it if you're not skilled you got to do that but it's like why aren't they skilled probably because there wasn't good investment in education Yeah. like you can always go back to like it was a it was either the, it was either the companies being greedy and, and and or governments being greedy there just wasn't enough investment into people you know what i mean yeah. i think there's enough investment in like mcdonald's Especially because ironically that is killing people. Like there's so much investment in things that kills people. Maccas, guns, all this shit. And it's like, even if you took a 10th a of like McDonald's's quarterly uh, income, a 20th and put that into like, I don't know, like the initiative to reduce the need for Uber drivers so that they can like learn a trade or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well, the end. <laughs> that's the that's the meaning of life, I guess. It's the meaning of life. More investment
0: it. on people, less investment in yeah. profits. Yeah, just a little.
1: Just a little, yeah. Like I mean, not even a little, a lot, just something. It's just strange. I agree
0: with that That's also one of the critical things of what makes a country rich is yeah, exactly. skilled working labor yeah. force.
1: And then because if you have skills, if we're gonna be in this capitalist system, right? If you have skills, you have a higher income and then you start buying things and you inject more money into the economy. Yeah. Like poor people, like you said, if they can't buy anything, which is a huge amount of America, it f- it actually f- hurts everyone.
0: Yeah, it does. People at never look at the long picture like that. They mm. look at their medium term and short term interests. Yeah. All right guys. Thank you for being with us for the pod
1: next week i guess mean jordan i think next week it's going to be
0: jordan and miss love
1: i'll take photos of all this so i remember how to set it up okay. uh but yeah there'll be some some of that and then i don't know about the next week after the week after thanks
0: obviously. we'll see you guys next week
1: bye